Yeah, okay, first of all, I want to know your age. Do you ever wonder, like, what would you do if not YouTube? Like, uh, do, do you have regrets in life? Okay, talking about relationships, uh, have you, are you in one or? Very, very uh, hard question. Like, do, do, you, do you have the fear of being forgotten? Hello guys, I'm Luna Prince and welcome to the podcast. This is actually a YouTube podcast. You can check out the video version on my channel, youtube.com slash Prince. Posting the audio version on this platform for the people who just want to listen to it. So if you enjoy this discussion, do consider following and liking this. And for more related content, do check out the YouTube channel. Today we have Jimmy Cage and we'll be talking to him about a lot of things. So check it out. So, so was... what's, the, what's the plan for today? <laughs> plan is just talk. The recording Just has already okay. started, so... Oh, okay, good to know. So, I, I was like, I was not gonna tell you, but okay, I'll just tell you it's on. Uh, and we just yeah. talk, nothing else. Yeah, okay, first of all, I want to know your age. My age? I, I, I thought you would you knew my age. I'm, uh, I'm 34 already. All right, I'm shocked. Because I always you're thought <laughs> you're 24, 25, like max. <laughs> no, 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 I'm already like 10 years older than you. And uh, yeah, people, I think in the last, people always yeah. uh, think I'm younger. Yeah, like I even Ashmita shocked me from I just checked in review. Like I learned she's married and she's also 32, I guess. And I, oh, I that's, was. It's a shock to me as well. Yeah, I thought, see, uh, she see, was in I, her I was 20s like, as well. <laughs> I think I in your uh, in your stream, I think someone asked what's your age. I'm 24, and you said yes, to add 10 more years. And I'm like, I was shocked. I'm like, what? <laughs> I knew, I thought you were 25, 26, and I was no, shocked. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh my God! You know, you're really, uh, already pretty old. <laughs> and Dennis, like, Dennis is one year older even. <laughs> oh, yeah. He he looks like he even looks older, but I thought maybe you know, uh, this is like a style he has style he has like that. But uh, okay, yeah. I get it now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, like you would know, right? In India, we call older people like not by name. Oh, like in Malayalam, you know, they call it Cheta and so yeah. I, I I have to call, I cannot call you Jimmy now anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Officially, we need to come up with something else. <laughs> nice. <laughs> let, let me think of what, what we can do with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course, Jimmy is also not my real name, but I think you know that. <laughs> okay, one more. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, it's another shock. No, no, Jimmy. Jimmy's not a Jimmy's not a German name at all, because oh, my, my okay. actual yeah. my actual name uh, is, uh, is Stefan, and it's okay. kind of it's it's harder to uh, pronounce it in English. So I, when I started the channel, I thought, uh, yeah, well, let's let's go with a with an alias, and then I I chose Jimmy Cage because of my two favorite actors, Jimmy Stewart and Nicolas Cage. Oh, so I put okay. them together, and that's how. Oh, Jimmy Cage uh, got so there's this, this is actually a name reveal now in your podcast <laughs> because uh, many people don't know it <laughs> that, that's great <laughs> uh t tell me tell me about you like you live alone or what yeah I'm I'm living alone in a small flat here in Vienna uh, I lived in a student dorm for four years but it was already more than 10. I've, I've been living for alone for 10 years now in this flat here. Okay. And uh, yeah, it's a decent, decent place. So fam it's, family's back? It's a, uh, my family lives in, in Germany. All right. I'm, um, I'm coming from, from Germany, from a little town called Lippstadt. It's like a 70,000 um, population. And I moved to Vienna in 2006. Okay. So 
now I'm visiting my family like two, three times a year. It's like uh, 1,000 kilometers, I think, from, right. from Vienna to Lipstadt. And yeah, I moved moved to Vienna to, to study film science and film history. And uh, yeah, but it's also way in the past. I already graduated um, university in 2013, I think. And then um, worked and uh, started YouTube in 2015 doing movie okay. reviews and Indian cinema came came even later like 2016 or 16 maybe Bahubali or 17 I'm not sure right now and from yeah. there on the, the focus entirely shifted <laughs> yeah uh, what yeah. Do, what do your family thinks about YouTube and your career they are, they are very supportive Especially okay. my father always uh, is super proud that he's the first one to to like each video. <laughs> uh, but unfortunately, my uh, my parents, they uh, don't really understand much English. So they don't speak English and okay. they don't understand much. And my father particularly, they, he doesn't uh, understand English at all. <laughs> but he's he's still the first one to, to give me a thumbs up. And uh, he always knows sometimes even better than I, how much subscribers I have and stuff like that. <laughs> so, um, so they are supportive, but of yeah. course, um, YouTube was also never my, um, my primary, primary source of income. Otherwise I would be living under a bridge right now. <laughs> so, um, yeah. but, uh, they were, they are supportive and, uh, let me chase whatever I'm uh, having fun at. So that's great. Yeah. Is is that the culture of Germany? Like, is there a parental pressure to, you know, like, I know you would have seen in like three years and all, right? The Indian yeah, system yeah. like that very much. Yeah, I think it's um, more loose in Germany, but I think it's also hard to, um, to generalize it too much because um, it, it can be very different. I have friends uh, with very strict parents. I have friends with very... Uh, loose parents so you it depends how your parents uh, were raised and uh, what they think is the right education for you and um, but in general i think it's very much uh, up to the children what they want to do and if you can afford to to live your life how you like to live it i think there's not much pressure overall yeah maybe if you need uh, the support from your parents, maybe then they can tell you like, hey, if I support you, please uh, think about it some more. And um, But uh, in my family, it was always super, um, super easy with not a lot of pressure when I decided to, to study film science, which is not uh, the, the, the greatest career option, <laughs> I would say. It was absolutely fine because my parents knew that my biggest passion in life is uh, cinema and movies. So they uh, supported me all the way and yeah, I can't complain at all in that regard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my, my next question was supposed to be like, uh, do you have 10th grade like in your schools and all? Uh, uh, high, sorry, school, what? high school and 10th grade. Uh, yeah, we have um, like when I was at school, it was 13 grades total. Okay. 13, uh, 13 years. Now it's 12. Okay. So it was, um, I don't know what the right, yeah, it was like kind of high school. And then after that, you could apply to, to go to a college university. Okay. But I went to school like 13 years and then I studied very long 
because university here in Austria and Germany is also different from, for example, the American system. And I'm not so sure about the Indian system, but it's pretty loose and up to you how long you want to study. Of course, at some point it will cost uh, more money, but I, I studied fairly long. I, I studied two. Um, I, I have actually two degrees, one in um, film science and another one in communications. Uh, one is bachelor and the other one is um, magister, which is kind of master today. It, it was an, an old um, system and I studied for like six years, I think, six or seven years. I, I always worked at the site. So for a long time, I worked at a cinema actually as a as an usher and uh, later as a projectionist, which was a lot of fun. I worked like three or four years as a projectionist and um, I enjoyed that a lot. But yeah, <laughs> next question. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, uh, this is, I think, a very Western. I don't know, may I don't know, but this is something you know you will not find much in India that uh, you are uh, working while studying because it's mm. uh, it's looked down upon basically. Like if you're doing any small work aside, that mm. means you have financial, uh, you know, trouble, and a family doesn't want their name to be ruined. You know that uh, we have okay. enough money. Why you are? Uh, we don't need to do yeah. this just study yeah. you know so i think uh, that that's very much missing in our upbringings that we we are not allowed to work and you know find out uh, like do the hard work instead of if mm. if you have a uh, you know wealthy family you've come from a healthy family great if you don't you struggle you know and there's no mm. uh, that i think that's where the differences start to become between people and uh, their life I, I think it would be great if you know our education system pushes people to work on side so you know they yeah. i think i think that makes people more humble uh you know working working and like do any job like and i think that also comes into you know in society you look at people and you respect them more because you know the work they do instead of you yeah. know just oh i have a big car so i don't care about anyone else i think that yeah. that's that's a good thing i think <laughs> we should have in india yeah that's really very different here almost all the people I went to to university with were doing some little job on the side. And it's not like that it's a job that you're working full time or even half time. It was like uh, maybe 10, 10 hours um, a week. So like one or two days that uh, that you work and uh, the other time is, is for for studying. And I think you you make a lot of new uh, friends also through work. And um, it's just a different feeling if you at least um, contribute a little bit um, to your to your living standard with your own hands, and yeah. um, not just depend completely on on the money from the parents. So also um, in Germany and Austria, you also get money from from the state to study. Okay. Um, yeah, it's a, it's actually a quite good system. So usually um, your parents uh, are paying for the education. Or at least okay. for the the first education that you choose, if you somehow after four years decide you want to do something different, then they are not obliged to to pay anymore. But usually the parents are paying, and if they are not able to pay because they don't make enough money, maybe they have um, other children and it's just too much, then you can get um, very easily get uh, money from the state, and that money you have to pay back once you have a job, but you don't even have to paid back uh, completely like maybe half of it and uh, i think it's a it's a rather good system and uh, i'm not sure about the system in india, in india but in america the student loans are so high and many yeah. people have to pay for almost half of their lives that's not 
the case here in, in Austria and Germany, luckily. Yeah. You know, there's a, I think I got a joke, uh, some stand-up comedian character that uh, if in India your parents says no for college fees, just go outside in your neighborhood and shout that uh, I don't have, like my parents are not giving me money and next day you'll be <laughs> in the college. <laughs> <laughs> the shame is too big. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, like I went to asking, uh, ask this, right? I think my father visited uh, Germany sometime. Uh, I don't know when, but uh, he told me one thing that, uh, you know, he talked to some uh, Germans there and he, he, he felt that, you know, that Germany's, uh, German people still feel, uh, I would not say guilty, but uh, they do have that feeling of, you know, regret about uh, Hitler and what happened in the World War. Uh, how, how much that, uh, what's your perspective on that and how much that is true in the country? Very, very uh, hard question, but uh, and very, um, very uh, fascinating topic. But I would say that it's definitely true, and I think it's a it's a good thing that it's true. And I think the way um, Germany has um, dealt with its uh, with its past, with its dark past, is actually um, should be like an um, is is a good thing. And other countries should maybe um, look at it and do it themselves in some regards Be and um, I have to add it wasn't like this from the get-go so after the world uh, war, war has ended in the next few days it wasn't like that so the Germans uh, were like we, we we didn't know about the concentration camps and we didn't take part in it and we didn't know about Auschwitz and it took it took many years until it was um, kind of um, unfolding all the atrocities and um, until you always need kind of also the next generation and the generation after that and um, nowadays or now for 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 many many years it is a, um, a very important thing in um, history class in in german schools from a very early age on and uh, it's it's part of the identity of the country and it's part of the past so i think it's very important that they deal with it and um because i think that's the only way so that yeah. you can prevent anything like that from ever happen again and i don't want to bash other countries but for example japan has a much more troubled um kind of way of dealing with their past because they're there they also did so many atrocities against chinese people for example and they um they didn't handle it uh, like that and also austria austria also didn't um, dealt with it the way Germany did because Austria for a very long time was um, wanted to to paint this picture that Austria was kind of the first victim of the Nazi regime because um, Hitler came to power in 1933 and um, he is from Austria but um, Austria became part of Germany in 1938 so after five years um, kind of of course not not completely voluntarily but also not with the biggest pushback and from then on austria and germany were like one country and many many austrians were involved in um, in the in the in the war and did horrible things and yeah. uh, later after the war was lost and austria was austria again and germany was germany or actually west germany and east germany austria was like uh, we were the first victim of the nazi regime and they have this this victim image which got yeah. um revoked many many years later but i think that is also one reason why uh, right-wing parties are much more prominent in austria 
and uh, less so in Germany. So here in Austria, it's more conservative. It's more leaning towards the right. And I think one of the reasons is because the, the, the past hasn't been um, addressed as it was in, yeah. in Germany. Yeah. 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 You know, it's very interesting because uh, you see, right, like how uh, US, uh, even Britain for that matter, you know, they, do, they don't teach their, uh, like, their people what they did, right? Uh, they want mm -hmm. to hide the facts. And uh, uh, who, who was the president of Britain uh, during the World War Two? Churchill. Churchill. Yeah, Churchill is uh, like considered a big hero and all. But for us Indians, he was a, like somewhat similar to Hitler. You know, the things yeah. he did uh, for the World War and what India had to go through uh, because of him. For, for us, he's like very similar. But to Western or, uh, countries, he's taught to as a leader and a great messiah in the time of world war so i think yeah. it, it's very you know interesting that germany you know has, has put up an example in the world that you know we can we did commit a mistake things bad things happen but we addressed it and moved on instead of you know mm. piling up on it and and even in india you know in some cases that we we because maybe it's the you know different communities living together that these things which are not to be proud of are you know like people carry it on their chest oh we did that and mm. you know like and i think because india is a different country you know because of these so many communities and uh and the and the vast history and you know still there are people who have grudges for like more than like 500 years old things atrocities that happened so i think it uh, germany puts a really good image you know what to follow and and i'm sure mm. you know uh, like not uh, trying to defend hitler or something but he was a very good strategist he he uh, you know he he cannot uh, disregard his merit of being a general who you know he did some like the whole world had to come together to fight him uh, so you yeah. know do, do you uh, do you think like of course they would be but are they sympathizers of hitler maybe is that a thing in, in germany or in austria yeah anyway oh, like they your are definitely, they are definitely yeah. yeah they are definitely admirer they are i think probably each country has uh, has a small percentage of people who think he was a great man and he did the right thing and uh, in germany there's a there's a party npd which is a nationalist party um and they are also they are they think that the national socialist movement was a good thing and there you will always find people who go for the for the let's say easy route and um, easy explanations that uh, and and also this um, idea that you are superior to other people because it's a it's a thing that can unite those people and they can find um, can find an identity because maybe they don't have anything else in their lives they I don't know, they, they have um, lived through a lot of frustration, come from hard surroundings, and they find, it oftentimes happens in the adolescence, they find um, find something there, which is tragic, and um, hopefully you can find a way to, 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 um, to help those people uh, see that it was actually uh, pretty, pretty horrible, and that it was a good thing that Germany lost the Second World War, because otherwise... I think nobody wants to imagine what kind of world we would live in today if, if Japan, Italy, and Germany would have won the war. I think it would be, I don't know, maybe the world wouldn't be around anymore. But um, yeah, yeah, you would, you can. I think you find 
find um, nationalist, super nationalist people like that everywhere. And Hitler is always a, a huge thing for them because, yeah. yeah. I don't know if you knew, but uh, I think the the Indian rebellion which started they the Indian National Army they took uh, refuge from Hitler and took his support to fight the Britain uh, out of India. Yeah. So I think that's uh, I've, uh, definitely some I think, of that up. Yeah. yeah, when I think when we watched uh, Bhagat Singh, I was checking some Wikipedia and I found out that. Um, but it's it's um, understandable in, in in hindsight because it was. Uh, it was like you have you have England, which is of course a big enemy for for India, and then you have Germany, which is the enemy of in of of England, and so you have all those connections. Yeah. And of course, in the in the late thirties, early forties, I think it was also pretty, um, maybe not impossible, but pretty hard for a lot of people to to know about all of the atrocities and to know about the death yeah. camps and stuff like that so i don't think that uh, indian people who seek uh, refuge refugee knew about uh, what was going on in in poland in the concentration camps so it's uh you have to be careful in in hindsight to <laughs> yeah to, to say hey how could you do that and um history yeah. is super complex and uh um, for example, the, the whole whole thing with Churchill, I only know about since I've um, since I've I'm discovering Indian movies and uh, learn more about India and India's history and stuff like that. Because before it was, uh, he was like a like a savior and a white knight and completely positive figure for me. And uh, it was only later that I found out. Wait a second, there's of course a second uh, another side to that, yeah. and. Um, yeah, people are complex, and uh, you you almost no one is just a good person or just a bad person, except yeah. Hitler. I think he's just a bad person. <laughs> uh, you know, there's a video on YouTube uh, called uh, "Does Britain Owes Reparations to India?" I think mm. definitely check it out. I think in eight to ten minutes long. Uh, okay. So check that out. Uh, coming back to you, uh, a ten-year-old Jimmy uh, or Stefan, Stefan, right? Stefan, yes. Stefan, uh, what would he be thinking? Like, who, what he wants to become, what he thinks of the future? I th I was always someone who had actually not much of a clue about what I want to do with my life. I, I always knew what I was passionate about. Like, uh, from an early age onwards, I was super into movies and, and video games. But I was never like, hey, I when, I'm, when I grow up, I want to be this or that, that... Uh, I never had that. I, I always just followed what I what I like doing and that led me to Vienna to, to film study and that also led me to YouTube. But there was never like this big plan what I want to do with my life. But with ten at ten years old, I was beginning to 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 fall in love, I think, with with American cinema and uh, watch a lot of cartoons at that age, a lot of animation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Now how, how when did you find this passion or when did you Discovered it or maybe realized this is your passion, you know, cinema and yeah. movies. I think this was super early on because I, I, I remember that the first movies that I watched with my with my father was like stuff like Indiana Jones and Star Wars yeah. and uh, Back to the Future and, and all those um, American movies from the mainly from the 80s and then uh, and then from the 90s because I was a child in the 90s and uh, I'm not sure what what the age was, but it was fair. I was fairly young, maybe around 12, 
I guess 12, 13, when I really began to to love movies and watch a lot of movies. And I recorded, it was always, always one of the best days uh, every two weeks when we got the new um, TV um, magazine with, yeah. with the program for the next two weeks. And I was like circling all the movies that I want to check out. And I, I recorded so many movies on, on VHS back in the day. And uh, it's it it uh, intensified a lot when DVDs were coming out. I think the DVD was, I think 1990, something like that, was was hitting the market. And I was beginning to collect a lot of DVDs. At one point, I had like over 1,000 DVDs at home, and um, that was early 2000s when I watched so many movies and then also decided to 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 um, study it. Yeah. Yeah, but movies were always biggest passion and it was always kind of movies and then video games and then movies and then video games again it always kind of uh, changed around what my biggest passion was and then movies uh, won over and what, what, what was your <laughs> frequency visiting theaters like how often or uh, i was i was fairly fairly often i think but it's hard to say but may, maybe once maybe once a week or at least once every two weeks i think okay. first of uh, first with with my father and my uh, i have a younger brother and a younger sister my my younger brother is like two years younger and my sister is like five years younger so she wasn't uh, with us in the cinema but uh, it was always my father uh, my younger brother and myself and yeah. uh, we watch a lot of movies not so sure about uh, how often but i guess at least every two weeks and then then when we got um, like in our teenage years, it was um, that we went with friends and there were yeah. two cinemas in, in our town, one uh, one um, with three theaters and another one with two. And we got all the, the American blockbusters, of course. Of course, everything was dubbed in German, but that was yeah. just the way it was. And yeah, I guess once a week. It was super, super fun. We watched uh, a lot of things also, yeah things like titanic green mile and it was a good time armageddon that was the time when i was a teenager and watched a lot of movies yeah great uh, and then when we started with the dvds that was also the time when we finally saw everything in the in the original english language because up until that point everything in german television is german everything in the theater is german and that was a complete new uh, complete revelation to to hear the actors speak in their original voice yeah, I think uh, I can I think say that for most of the people of my generation that uh, uh, like watching uh, English shows and movies with subtitles helped a lot uh, by improving our English. Uh, yeah. And I think, you know, most of us were, you'd say, you can say shy and all. So we, we like most like in, uh, before 2010, I used to live in near Delhi, uh, the capital. And uh, there the the environment was, you know, Okay, hey, you're uh, speaking English. Don't uh, you know show off? And you like, oh, I don't want to be uh, called out, so I'll not talk in English. And even in class, you stay quiet. You don't want to any talk in uh, Hindi and everything. And I think mm. once I shifted down south uh, in 2010, and here everyone speaks English. There's no other way. And you know, mm. then you, when you're forced to do it, I think that improved. And then watching shows, improving the phrases, uh, how to yeah. speak, you know, you know where to take the pause, and I think that helped a lot and i think i started very late uh because there was this uh image in our head so you know we were told that english movies are bad movies 
<laughs> they are for adults and all of that so uh, i think we di- i i watched very late in my life uh, i used to think oh no no i don't have, i can I, i was a very obedient boy in that sense <laughs> so i didn't know i'll not watch anything uh, i think we used to watch uh, harry potter in hindi dub uh in hmm. when i was small with parents that's it <laughs> that's the extent of it and uh, yeah <laughs> i think then once i you know grew up and i think that then i you know started watching on my own and so learned how to torrent movies and everything from my sister <laughs> yeah, sure. and i think that that ex- then then it exploded <laughs> yeah and, i think my my english lesson uh, my english class was was friends the sitcom friends oh. when i watched that in english <laughs> Okay, because my English was actually not that not that good when I was at school, but through my exposure to to all the movies and TV series and stuff like that, it improved a lot. And then, of course, with the YouTube channel, it also yeah. uh, got better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, t- talking about uh, like you have told me, like you are an introvert. Uh, how yes. how how do you see that in life, right? How how do you look um, upon it? Well, I think if you. Um, I think if you if you uh, I'm I'm definitely an introvert because I think you are an introvert when you when you feel that like a, like a social happening a social gathering that it kinds of drains a little bit of your energy and that you need to refill your your batteries by spending some time alone and not be around with too many people I think that's a, that's a good definition for it because I think an extrovert kind of gets his energy from being around with a lot yeah. of people and hang around with a lot of friends and um i always i mean for me it also depends on 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 the people i spend uh, spend time with because with my best friends it's different than for example um with some strangers or at a at a party where i don't know anybody and that can can induce a lot of anxiety for me and that's the situation i don't feel super comfortable with but i'm always uh, i was also always a person that can kind of hide it and i'm pretty good in in hiding the fact that i'm super nervous and and maybe a little bit anxious so i was never the person that couldn't speak at all in 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 those uh, gatherings yeah. so some people never quite believe me when i'm telling them that i'm actually an introvert and it uh they are like what but you are kind of one of the loudest persons in our group so how can it be yeah but i'm saying yeah i maybe i'm hiding it pretty well and it's actually a little bit nerve-wracking and i need i need a lot of time alone after it uh, to 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 recharge my batteries do, do you, but i think youtube definitely helps and uh yeah. to to uh yeah <laughs> make new but, contacts make new friends and stuff like that but you know still uh like looking at camera and talking and then talking at uh you know on a st- stage and talking to 10 10,000 people is i think very different <laughs> yeah it's very different it's, it's completely different it's yeah. even different just recording a video and editing it or going live w- with a live stream that's yeah. also different because you you don't have the control the, the level of control is totally different yeah and uh yeah you you, I, sometimes I imagine when a, when a video has like ten thousand views, and I imagine wait a second, that's like that's uh, that has so many people, but it's just completely different when they are just watching it alone in front of their phone, and I'm here, and that's yeah, yeah. it's a much much more chill. <laughs> do, do do you see you know it being a disadvantage being introvert? Maybe you know it could have been somewhere else if for if you were not introvert. Um, maybe disadvantages is a hard word, but 
I think, yeah, maybe I think life can be easier for an extrovert. I, I do think so, yes. But I think, I hope. Yeah. I think that, <laughs> like, the social structure of the society is built in that sense, right? That you yeah. have, like, that's yeah. how you create opportunities. People who, people who push forward, people who, who present themselves are normally the ones in our society that, uh, they just get more opportunities because they they say, "Hey, here I am, and uh, deal with me." And you have to you have to be brave in in many situations when it comes to to job, when it comes to uh, meeting someone new and stuff like that. So I think being an extrovert is maybe maybe a little bit easier. Yeah. Uh, so uh, apart from YouTube, are you doing something? Apart from YouTube. Um, up until last year, I was working for a film, distrib film distribution company here in, in Austria. But um, last year with COVID and stuff like that, um, the, the company went bankrupt. But uh, I have a new job um, since January for actually for another, sorry, for another film distribution company, um, a small one who um, actually a German one but they need someone in Austria as well to promote their films, to do a little bit of social media marketing and stuff like that. So um, I'm, I'm working for them since January. But uh, since I told you cinemas are closed yeah. all the time, so I uh, don't have that much to do right now uh, with, with, this, with that job, only some, some uh, little tasks. But hopefully at the end of May and or June, the latest cinemas will open up again. And then I will do some uh, promotional stuff like social media marketing and some press related things. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's a small company that uh, releases international movies to the to the cinemas. Um, unfortunately, no Indian movies, at least right now. Maybe there will be something in the future, but little, mostly little arthouse movies because the, the big movies are, of course, with companies like Disney and Warner Brothers and but the, the little art house productions, they, they need small distribution companies if they want to get a, a release in the theater. Yeah. Yeah. How and then I'm doing also some, some freelance stuff um, for some other movie companies for some promotional stuff. Great. I wanted to ask, like, how much, uh, like, how much is YouTube your part of your life? A big part. A very big part. I think, like, if you... If you um, try to put it in numbers, I mean, sometimes it it varies. It's not always the, the same amount. And the last few months, I wasn't as um, disciplined is maybe the, the wrong word, but I wasn't as um, super hard behind it and to do as much as I can. I was a little bit more chill because it's burning you out at some point. But yeah. I think in just in hours, at least 20 to, to 30 hours a week, I guess. Yeah. If, um, yeah maybe maybe 20 20 20 hours a week so like a, like a part-time job for sure only that it doesn't pay like a part-time job at least yeah. at, at our level right now so it's a big part and it's uh it's really strange to to imagine a life right now where i'm not doing youtube because it has been so many years at this point and uh i always always uh it's always on my mind in in, in some capacity so it's definitely a big part and i can also totally understand if because many YouTubers get burn, burned out at one point and try to um, step back a little bit. And I can totally understand everybody that wants to take a break every now and then because it is very demanding. Yeah. Um, but it's also a lot of fun and it's also rewarding. So it's 
at least at, as long as there's a balance to it, I, I keep on doing it for sure. Yeah. Do, do you ever wonder like what would you do if not YouTube? Like, like if tomorrow YouTube yeah. stops, like it doesn't exist, like what? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. I I'm, I don't know. <laughs> some something movie related. Hopefully, some people would follow me over to some new platform or s- stuff like that. Maybe start a podcast or yeah. I don't know. Because before I was doing YouTube, I actually uh, wrote uh, movie reviews in in German for uh, uh, when we were studying film. We had this little this little uh, movie homepage which was titled Movie Nerd that. Um, de for for Germany, um, it's not online anymore. It got actually got hacked at one point, and oh. it's it's gone now. But we were writing uh, movie reviews in German before that, and uh, yeah, maybe start my own homepage. There will be there will be if YouTube is going down, there will be another video platform. Maybe shift to Vimeo or stuff like that. But yeah, but maybe it would also be kind of a, kind of a relief. Like wow, YouTube is done. I'm free. <laughs> <laughs> just just kidding but yeah, not completely <laughs> i i can relate to that <laughs> do, do you uh do you feel pressure of you know doing like maybe you know uh peer pressure maybe like everyone is earning and uh like i think because we have chosen this you know it's it's mm. like our choice it's not no one you know it's not uh we are stuck with it and we have to do it it's our choice yeah. to you know do this and uh and struggle <laughs> but do you ever yeah. feel pressured? Do you ever feel down about it? Yeah, definitely, definitely. There's, I'm not, maybe not a lot of pressure, but there's definitely pressure, um, which gets a little bit uh, less as the, the channel is growing and as uh, people are, um, as there's more more communication, more comments, more views, more likes and stuff like that. Because at one point it was like, uh, what are you doing with, with 500 subscribers? And you put so many hours into it. And um, as it is uh, growing bigger, it, uh, the pressure is a little bit less. But then, then again, the pressure also gets a little bit bigger as um, as years go by, because you put so many um, so many hours of your life into it. But um, the, the thing with YouTube, of course, it's it's a struggle, and you decide to do it, and you to chase this kind of dream to be your own boss and do what you like, and um, hopefully earn a living with it someday. But you also know that um, it's a it's a long shot, and you need also a lot of luck to get to that place. And um, an aspect that that always um, grounded me is that um, it has at least something to do with the thing that I studied. And even if it's not going anywhere, so far it was always um, something that helped me, for example, to get other jobs. It was yeah. also always something that I could tell, hey, I, I have been doing this. And just by doing this, uh, you see how much dedication I have for, for the stuff I like. It shows you how disciplined I am. It shows you um, that I have a vast knowledge of world cinema, for example, and stuff like that. So it was all, it was never like a, like a complete one way. It was always like, yeah, let's follow this road and maybe it leads somewhere. But if not, I can still do other um, stuff in the entertainment industry and in the movie industry uh, in some regard. And it was always something that, um, yeah, that was positive on my my resume, for example. So that's also positive and took away a little bit of the pressure because I was also always doing something on the side as well. And yeah, 
yeah but i but it, there's definitely pressure and um other people at my age or in my uh circle of friends um there are some that are that are for example um, making a lot more money than i am but you also have to put into perspective some of them really don't like their jobs at all some even hate it and would love to stay at home so yeah. it, again it's it's this balance it's something that i like to do and um as long as i can live uh, happily and have enough money to for for my hobbies and uh, again not to live under a bridge i think it's all it's all good <laughs> yeah i think that that's my way of thinking too that uh i just look at what if not then what then i'll do something you know i i think yeah. i have enough you know confidence in knowing what movies or animation or filmmaking that i'll find anything it's it's not the end of the world and i think once you yeah. once you start uh, like believing in yourself and i think that that confidence of you know okay if it doesn't work i i can do something i think that confidence takes time and it it takes yeah. years you know to to develop that you feel you believe in yourself uh and i think that that's that's very important no yeah. and being in this uh you know what, what, one thing i always say you know if doing youtube you need to be narcissistic uh you cannot uh, keep bashing yourself because people mm. will find your insecurities and <laughs> bash you up yeah so you need to be you, you are yeah you are making videos putting it out that people should care about my views right so uh it it's you have to be that and otherwise it's down <laughs> going downhill you know it's like people will blow you up your self confidence and self respect yeah. even and i think it's it's one thing i i've learned uh you know uh like i what now five years more yeah. than five years so i think yeah yeah it can help it can help you to to grow as a person to not get annoyed by by many things not to to uh, pay too much attention to negativity and stuff like that um but another another positive um w again is like uh, meeting other people for example with without youtube i wouldn't have uh, have that the knowledge about india and uh, this 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 whole treasure chest not just not just the movies but the whole culture and also i met people like you and i met some i have now friends in america that i can visit if i if this whole covid situation is getting better at one day i can like so because you put yourself out there and people engage with you and people um, maybe like you and you make new friends and new contacts and that's that's also very positive thing that comes with youtube yeah and even as an as an introvert now i have friends like in uh, so many countries all over the world which is which is a crazy thing and without youtube i'm not so sure how that would have happened <laughs> yeah that that's quite uh yeah it's unbelievable actually <laughs> right yeah. now you know talking to you in austria it's like oh shit <laughs> uh do, do you believe in i would not say believe in i would say Do, during those down times you know because if you tell anyone like right, you are you're a youtuber like oh do you have million subscribers and mm. that's the first question because it's i think that also the factor that it has become so uh, frequently that people are crossing million subscribers and maybe yeah. five years back even 25 or 20k would have been a great deal uh, today yeah. it may not be uh, so yeah. do, do those thoughts come to your mind yeah definitely sometimes but i'm very i'm kind of um grounded or let's i i think i can be 
uh, rationale about it and because to to get that big on youtube there are so many factors involved you need to have the the right channel at the right time and um different people are just um just by their content alone or their personalities are automatically addressing uh, a larger crowd so yeah. I can accept that and I can live with that or you have to live with that and accept the fact, hey, that's your channel and that's what you are doing and this is how it's going right now and it's, it's fine. But also, um, I also made the, the opposite um, of that experience you are, you are addressing. Uh, I met a few people here in Vienna. They were asking like, what are you doing? And I was like, hey, I have a, for example, I went to some film festivals here in Vienna. So yeah. they were other movie buffs and uh, I told them about the channel, but I never tell anyone, hey, I have a channel with so-and-so thousand. I just tell them, yeah, I have a channel and I'm doing uh, movie reviews, stuff like that. And then they look it up. And I had like two or three encounters where they looked it up and it was like, wow, you have like uh, 12,000 subscribers. And they were completely amazed by that number. Even if it's in comparison to big channels, it's nothing. But for them, and I think rightfully so, 12,000 subscribers at that point was a huge deal because they um, they also have some friends who were starting on YouTube who have like 200 subscribers. And for them, yeah. it was like huge that I had like over 10,000 subscribers as someone living in Austria with an Austrian channel who's not a big, uh, big um, musician or, or stuff like that. Yeah, I, I think I, I've, I've uh, faced that too. You know, I think it's all about people who understand what it takes to, you know, be a YouTuber and uh, yes. look at it practically. I think they appreciate it more. But people who come with the eye of criticism and, oh, you are not nothing. Yeah. And I think that that's that's where it comes to. Uh, definitely <laughs> my my next question was uh like we, we talked about uh but uh, do, do you feel lonely sometimes uh because I, I don't know how it's for you but for me it's like what i'm doing it's not really i i have someone to you know talk about or discuss about and uh like it, it, when i was in mumbai before covid mm. uh at least i had friends who understood the industry who understood what i'm doing you know, we would meet once a week and I'm not a person who go out, go out and parties and all of that. So yeah. I think once a week it was cool and fine and someone was there. But now at home, uh, it's not that, you know, I cannot talk to my parents and everything, but uh, that relativity of, you know, what I am saying and they are understanding or not or they how they are interpreting it. It's very different. Mm. So it's better not to talk, mm. <laughs> you know, sometimes. So <laughs> okay. uh, do, do you do you sometimes like feel uh, you're alone because again, what you're doing? Not actually not so much. I think I'm very fortunate. I'm in a very great uh, movie buff bubble, I would say, because um, all the friends um, that I um, made, not all of the friends, but most of the friends that I made uh, in, in Germany since I studied film are also super interested in cinema and are kind of, yeah. kind of nerds. Um, and um, I have a, a very great... Um, bubble of, of friends here who are um, who, are, who share the same this, this, the same the same passions and um, not not exactly for Indian cinema that's basically just just Dennis and um, another friend who is also interested but uh, for movies in general and also for stuff like video games and um, comics superhero stuff and like that and stuff like that so I always had um, a pretty good uh, community of uh, close close contacts here 
Sometimes when I go back to my old friends in Germany, that's a little bit different because um, there, it has been so long since we all went to school together. We still uh, understand each other, but there it's a, it's a different vibe. It's a different uh, situation. But no, I'm, I don't think I feel lonely in that regard because we were always kind of, like I told you, movie nerds. And uh, <laughs> it's very, very easy. And we have like WhatsApp groups. And even now in the pandemic, uh, we did like um, regular gaming nights and stuff like that. So I guess I'm fortunate when yeah. it comes to that. Uh, do, uh, we are actually doing this, but uh, do you feel like talking about uh, like personal things? Maybe something in your mind about what you want to do with YouTube and your video. Do you like talking or you feel like, no, I can take care of it myself. I don't need someone to talk to. Um, I'm, I would say that I'm a very uh, reserved and um, yeah. not locked in, but I don't talk about a lot of uh, personal stuff on, on, on YouTube just because it's a movie, movie channel. Yeah. And um, I was never the, the person who... Um, put all of his stuff out there but i'm also a very um open person if someone is interested and uh, if people want to know want to know uh, something from my personal life i'm usually very open about it and i don't see many reasons uh why i shouldn't be i mean there there's there are things in everybody's life that's too personal because it also involves other persons who maybe didn't sign up for this YouTube thing and yeah. uh, they don't want to uh, be out in the open. But um, if people are interested, I usually um, not an open book, but I uh, I will probably answer almost every question. <laughs> uh, do you have regrets in life? Yeah, there are definitely, definitely some regrets. Biggest regret is probably that I started YouTube in 2015 and not in 2006 <laughs> or, or eight, I guess. That's that's one of my biggest, uh, biggest regrets because like I told you, we, we had this German movie review site yeah. and we were actually thinking about, Hey, why don't we do some, some video stuff? But, um, YouTube was already some years old and we were like, nah, it's, it's too much work. And there are already other, other, um, other channels out there, but we just, we should have just, uh, started and, and put it out there and, um, I think the channel would definitely be at a very different place if I've started um, earlier. I could now. I think why why didn't I start when I was still studying? I could have easily talk about movies on on YouTube. It would maybe I don't know. It, it's always uh, a bit silly to compare yourself, but uh, Stuckman or or Jan's Day were doing not so much different in the early days. Just talking about yeah. what they saw and do a review, and there was no reason not to do it just that i didn't uh, had the idea so that's a big regret but it is as it is and uh, maybe i would be uh, maybe other things in my life that are great um, other friends that i met and stuff like that would be different if i had done yeah. that so yeah yeah the dilemma but definitely <laughs> the, yeah. that was my next question like would you like if you get a chance would you go back and change it or is it okay like you have moved on I, de I think I would have uh, would have changed the YouTube starting point for sure. Okay. It would be, yeah. yeah, if I had a time machine, <laughs> it would be on the list. <laughs> yeah, uh, the, like uh, 
Okay, talking about relationships. Uh, have you? Are you in one or don't want more details? Yes, <laughs> I'm. 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 I'm in a new relationship since uh, about a month now. Also, one of the reasons why I always told you, sorry, this weekend I have no ah, time. Ah, okay. For, I understand. For life. <laughs> I understand. Because I was always like like working the the week, doing as much as I can for YouTube, and then um, then meeting this uh, this girl um, at the weekend. So I'm in a happy relationship now since about a month actually yeah. with a girl that i knew um for a long time we actually studied together and we were friends for many many years and now we developed into something more and that's that's really great right now especially since uh, we are still in this pandemic and it's it's uh, super awesome not to be alone yeah has yeah. as youtube ever came in way uh of progress i think I I mean, at the end of the day, it's um, we are all free people, and it's up to you to say, "Hey, I've done enough YouTube, and now I have to do something else." But uh, for me personally, yeah, f for sure, there. I was since I'm an introvert. I uh, there were many times where I thought, "May I should definitely go more out and be more social," but I could also spend all the time and um, working on this. Um, on this uh, side in my life right now and spending all the time in YouTube and bringing that forward. Definitely, it was um, oftentimes uh, not, not an easy um, distraction, but it was like, uh, now nah, I'm, I'm dealing with the with the other places in my, my life another time. And right now I'm focusing on this, definitely. Yeah. And you have to, I think you just have to, um, at, at some point you have to um, think about what you really want and how do you can... How do you get there and then try to find a, a good and healthy balance of what you want to do? Yeah. Uh, okay, coming to that, you know, how, how do you look at soul in, in, in that respect? In that respect, soul was really, that was one of the aspects that touched me the most because, yeah, it's no spoiler, but the message of soul is like, you just, you have to live your life and you just can't. Uh, and and uh, because chasing YouTube and thinking, because I could... I could relate so much to the to the to the person to the teacher who wants to be uh, a successful jazz musician all his life because this moment when he's on on stage and then the, the gig is over and the gig was great but then it was like yeah and tomorrow we do the same thing again and i totally really related to that because it was um, kind of reminded me of like uh, when i could when i get when i can get to 10000 subscribers my life will be completely different or when i get to 50000 subscribers everything will change i will be super happy and then you get to the number and the next day it's like okay the next number is this and the next number is this and you're always chasing this thing and sometimes forget to to live in the moment and to enjoy what you have and to enjoy the friends and uh, you have to be careful not to neglect anyone and uh, i could super so it was really kind of uh, not eye-opening because the the message isn't anything new or, or stuff like that but it was kind of a reality check like hey this is kind of uh, you in many regards and um yeah it was also one of the reasons why soul is uh, my favorite movie of last year yeah but you know i, I still even after watching the movie I, i'm like it's all right but i want to be i want to experience that one show you know it's all right if i do i feel incomplete but i i want to <laughs> i want to reach there i want to experience that I think but that, what is that for you? What what is that one show? What is you don't the, know, right? You don't know. How how do you how do you define it? You know how do you, how do you define success? 
yeah i think that should be next question how do you define success what is it uh, i think i think yeah what is enough i think there can be an, a lot of levels of success and um success can't be just making a lot of money and buy all the stuff you like i think you have to because nowadays for me it's much more um it's it's greater to have to have time to do the, the things you like and i think it's important um for me su being successful is finding a right balance of making enough to live and making enough to have a comfortable life and um take a vacation every now and then but not to completely grind away and spend like 60 hours a week or 80 hours a week just doing the job um i mean if it's a job that makes you super happy then it's a little bit different but to find the right balance where you also have time to be with the people you like and the people you love and i think uh, yeah for me success isn't just just uh, making a lot of money but it's just Uh, feeling feeling good at um, what you're doing, feeling um, that it, that you have found something that makes you happy, and that it's not just a way to 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 make a living. That's important for me. Yeah, and that's also that's also one uh, life lesson uh, that my that my father gave me. Like always, do the thing that um, that gives you happiness and that you enjoy. And and um, yeah. But it's of course also uh, every job is not just one percent, one hundred percent happiness, and there's also a lot of work involved as well. Yeah. Well, what's your relationship with money? How do you look at it? Relationship to money. Um, I think money is uh, money is definitely important, just because the the society we live in. And uh, I had times in my life where I, when I was just uh, starting uh, to study where i had a very limited amount of money and where i had to look what i can buy and what i can't buy and then i had times in my life where i was um, working like two jobs at the same time at a projectionist and at a film distribution company where i was doing where i was making a lot of money and it was definitely more chill and definitely easier if you don't have to look um, how much you are spending um, I mean, I was always reasonable. It's not like, I, for example, I don't have a car. My my flat is rather um, it's not small, but it's not not giant either. Um, but uh, I think when it comes to money, I think it's you you need enough that you feel comfortable, and um, making huge amounts of money. Like I said, I think time time is more important, and. Um, But also money is a, a, a very complex topic and uh, we live in a society that's also not uh, not fair. So there are people that are making way too much money for what they're doing. And there are many, many people that are making way too little money for what they're doing. And especially now in, during the pandemic, you can clearly see which, um, which, um, which jobs are super necessary, but also super underpaid. For example, yeah. just just people working at a supermarket, it was such an essential job. It has always been an essential job, but now during the pandemic for the last one and a half years, those people were working constantly and they were always in the always exposed to the risks of getting infected themselves. But their pay, at least in Austria, is uh, pretty pretty low, and also people working in um, in, in uh, taking care for the, for the elderly and stuff like that, they are also all underpaid. And other people are making 
tons of money with uh, things that are where do you th where where you think well that's kind of stupid but that's just how this capitalist work is functioning and um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, difficult but yeah, yeah. I, I see you a lot of times listening to spotify so hmm. what's yeah. how important music is in your life i think music is very important in my life but i also have to say i was never a person uh with a let's say good taste in music so i listen to to a lot of different things and i i don't have a, a high threshold i think a high um, quality standard i like a lot of different kinds of uh, music uh, different kinds of genres and stuff like that and um but but music is definitely important and um but most of the time when i listen to music it's when i kind of work on thumbnails or when i'm working out when when i go uh, running stuff like that then music is very important for me but just um just in my free time when i'm not doing anything else i don't listen to that much music honestly so music is always kind of a additional thing while doing something else for me because sometimes i just also enjoy the silence because we are yeah. in there's so much noise going on all the time so sometimes i enjoy the silence and i also listen to a lot of podcasts um in my free time or also when i'm doing something something else okay but spotify uh, spotify is definitely one of the most important apps in my life for sure <laughs> I, like how do you uh, balance uh, working and uh, exercising and like i struggle every day <laughs> <laughs> not every day yeah, i don't do I, it <laughs> <laughs> i think i just i always have been kind of disciplined and always kind of especially with with um with since um since i went to university i had to um kind of arrange my whole day my whole week my schedule all by myself because it was a very uh, loose um loose loose um, study and uh, you had to check what you want to do each semester on your own and put it together and um with with yeah. the job i had at the cinema i had to i had to uh work the schedule out and stuff like that and um i don't know i think and it it was always something that i enjoyed because it gave me a, a feeling of hey i'm kind of my i have I have control over what I'm doing and when I'm doing it. And it's, um, it's uh, nice to have that control and not to have someone else like a boss or a parent or something like that kind of rule over you. And, um, and with YouTube, it was, um, YouTube was also a lot of help because YouTube, if you don't have a lot of, um, discipline and, uh, put a lot of time in it, it just won't go anywhere. So you have to make the time and uh, because I was always um, I was I was always doing some kind of sport in my life because um, my my back from from a young age is kind of um, have problems with my back if I sit too long if I stay uh, stand too long and stuff like that so I need that um, that balance I need uh, the exercise I need to do at least something and especially when you are editing lot of hours or, or writing reviews and sitting in front of the pc and also when your hobbies involve like watching movies on the sofa or playing video games again in front yeah. of the pc 
I just need some kind of um, some kind of uh, of exercise in my life, and uh, just had always uh, had a schedule, and yeah. <laughs> and you just have to stick. I think the the there's no secret to it, but if there's a secret, then the secret is just that it has to to become like a routine. It has to become the most normal thing in the world that you just um, wake up and uh, exercise and then write a review or stuff like that so that you get into into a flow and um, and follow up on that flow and that it becomes a routine and then you don't you don't I, I never think like oh my god tomorrow I have to go running or tomorrow I have to do this or that because it's just it's just a normal thing for me that it's part of the day and yeah, um, yeah. And yeah. you, also, you always have to think about, it's not, you have to think like, I'm doing something good for me. It's not like I'm putting my, my body or myself through like torture, even if it's hard, you have to think like, I'm doing something good for myself and I'm doing something good for my health and I'm doing something good for my YouTube channel and stuff like that. So I think that helps a lot to get, uh, get yourself going. But of course, there are also times where you just want to be lazy. I think everyone has that. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> but from tomorrow. <laughs> but but you from are, tomorrow. You're, okay, okay. <laughs> but you're so productive on YouTube. Uh, like like two channels now. <laughs> oh, it's it. I want to do. I thought like I'm spending so much time, you know, so let's not, why not spend that much amount on two? <laughs> I mean, that, that's what I thought. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you believe in God? No, I I don't believe in God. I I was raised uh, Catholic at least for for some years of my life, but my my family was never never that religious, and uh, my father um, wasn't in church or wasn't a, a Catholic on paper anyway. He um, he left when he was very early, when he was early, when he was very young, and. Um, I grew up as a as a Catholic, but not very strict at all. <clears throat> Sorry. And when I think when I was eighteen, I I um, I quit the, the the Catholic Church, and at that point, I wasn't believing in God anymore for for several years, and yeah, that never never changed. Okay. I think it's like, but like, how do you look at the universe? Like how do you think there's a being or do you think it's all science, evolution, the big bang? The, the, the latter, I think. I mean, I don't think there's a being, but maybe there is a being. But if there's a being that really doesn't change much about uh, how I live my life or um, if I should follow uh, one of the many religions we, we as human beings have. And um, I think everyone can can believe um, in whatever they like and it's that's totally cool but for me it doesn't really change anything if i believe that there is something bigger out there i think that the universe and uh, our existence on exactly this planet exactly at this time in, in in the history of time is so amazing already and so fascinating and i i just don't need anything um on, on top of that it's so 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 crazy and fascinating uh, as it is yeah. and um the religion for for me i always felt like um, the, the answers that religion could give me are not um satisfying enough or are not um complex enough that they are not doing it justice so yeah so i i was always pretty 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 chill about it and 
I don't think there's much coming if if we if we die, but that is just something you you have to come to terms with. And um, if if people think there's something that's that's great as well, and maybe there is, I don't know. So we we all don't know. Um, but for me, it was um, it's fine if there isn't anything because I think we this is also something that uh, kind of drives me in life that we only have this one life yeah. and uh, and that's it and you have to make the best out of it and you have to also you have to play with the things that uh, you were given by uh, by your parents by nature by by god if you believe in god and that's just what you have in life and you have to make the best out of it and that's it yeah uh coming coming back to relationships uh like I, I would like a relationship advice honestly I'm, i've been single through <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, I'm definitely not the right person for that i can tell you <laughs> you know I, I want i wanted to ask like the most fascinating thing you know uh, like in indian culture you know it has been like you know you only have one partner and all of that and it, it's been in our culture like for so long like how mm. like i don't understand the concept of dating but you know my one thing is that when yeah, you me neither <laughs> <laughs> like like because you have like you have experience i had to know that where, where do you draw a line with someone because uh, like for you know like before that you know what i want to know your thoughts on marriage on marriage um actually actually a topic that i um haven't spent thinking about too much for me marriage um I'm not sure if I want to marry in my life. For me, marriage is something that um, it's kind of optional. But I think that yeah. can totally change. Um, can totally change when you are in a longer relationship, when you meet the right person and stuff like that. It can totally change. But um, come, grow, having grown up in a in a country like Germany with so many people getting divorced, and it's not like this 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 holy thing that will end until you die it's for example my uncle has been married uh, three times um my, my parents are still together and still married but um, it's uh, it's not this big uh, super it's not this it's also not this uh, at least because my parents also didn't marry in a church they just married at a um before the state so not before yeah. god just before the state so it was never and also in german you get like tax advantages if you marry okay and i also knew that from a very early age on so it was never this uh this this super romantic thing of course existed in my head because of movies and tv series and uh, of course many people dream about that super big romantic wedding but for me it was always uh, a more personal thing but just between two people and if the two people um want to want to also um, promise each other before the state they can do that of, of course but for me in my mind at least it was always enough just to promise each other in front of each other and 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 that's enough but um, i'm not sure if i will get married any time in the future i'm i can i could see it either way to be honest and okay. uh, i have some friends that are married some friends that aren't married but they have also lived together for like 10 years or more so um yeah i'm, I'm not sure <laughs> i'm like 
thinking of going one step ahead what about kids but i don't think that i should ask that right now maybe 10 years it's, it's okay I, i mean i've already i'm already in my 30s so that's definitely a topic that um that had that has been discussed quite quite a quite a lot of times in, in the past but the short answer is uh, i could definitely imagine having kids at some point but i could also imagine a life with with no kids Okay. which honestly like five years ago was was very different when i was in my late 20s i definitely wanted to have kids at least at some point in the future um but now uh, some of my friends have kids some are very happy with their kids some are very uh, <laughs> completely frustrated uh, not because the kids the kids are great but because uh, of course the life changes completely yeah. and nowadays i'm just like um i can see both ways for myself i can see myself with kids i can see myself just living with my um with my partner and with no kids so it's both yeah. possible is there a family pressure or like family wants to you to you know thankful thankfully not really my my parents again are very chill in that regard of course my especially my father um he would be extremely happy about uh, grandchildren super super happy but he never pressured me in uh, in in, in and it's almost the opposite my father was always like don't marry don't do it <laughs> <laughs> you never know uh, but uh, that uh, i'm i'm lucky that i'm not the only uh, not the only child so i think my sister will have at some point uh, will be married and have have children so that the pressure is <laughs> off of me <laughs> yeah younger sister yeah younger sister she's five years younger all right uh... but uh, she also lives in germany okay yeah it's like uh coming back to the relationship right now because in india it's like marriage once you're born you need to get married <laughs> it's all yeah the pressure is on <laughs> once you're born so, <laughs> no, so <laughs> like you know i think coming to that again right that's so much of a part of the culture and upbringing that i always think you know where, where do you draw a line with someone because you don't know if you know this is the right person or you would spend your whole life but if you yeah. want to be true to the other person you need to your share yourself right uh, it's like yeah. metaphorically be naked in front of her so it, like how, where do you draw line you know like <laughs> that that's my think, biggest thing <laughs> for me yeah it's, it's for me it's super super difficult to imagine the situation in india because there's so much pressure to it and i think here it's just way more casual and here if you if you date someone if you meet someone new n- most of the people wouldn't wouldn't think about um spending the rest of their life together they would be like hey let's see where this leads let's see if we like each other if we share the same uh, outlook yeah. on life have to have have the same passions and then if it if it if there's some spark let's 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 try it and then as time goes on as time progresses then there are questions like hey what do you think about marriage what, what do you think about kids and uh, let's meet the parents and stuff like that but to the beginning is is very different and um, of course it also depends on uh, on your age because for example on dating apps when you are already a little bit older then you can say hey i'm looking for marriage in the long term so i'm not just looking for some casual dating so i'm actively seeking something that will lead to marriage and will lead to kids and then there's then the situations of course are a little bit different i myself i uh, i absolutely hate dating and it's uh, not 
not something I look forward to. And I was in the lucky situations that uh, all my girlfriends uh, in the past were people that I already um, already knew from from work, from uh, school, from studying, and uh, usually we were getting like uh, becoming friends, and then it turned into into more. And but this also gets more difficult as you get as you get older because as you get older you don't meet as many people anymore. But uh, for me it was always I think the the, the the easiest options is always like hey meet some friends and maybe they bring some friends of other friends and maybe there's some someone you like. Um, I mean nowadays eight dating apps are so uh, commonplace and you can also try that, but it's. It's it's a, almost like YouTube. It's a lot of it's a lot of hustle. It's a, it's a real struggle. You have to put time in it. You have to be very stress uh, resistant. You have to take a lot of uh, okay. You write with someone and then okay, not anymore because the people the, the person isn't answering anymore. And it's totally yeah. fine. It's uh, socially acceptable that it works like that. And it's uh, it's difficult. Yeah. And now with the pandemic, it's of course even more difficult. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, just want to clarify. I think uh, it's very similar in like the metro cities, or uh, mm. you know, it's very casual. Like even my, even my friends in Mumbai, it was very casual, nothing like that. But I think a lot of I am sure a lot of people uh, go through what I am thinking. <laughs> Definitely. Mm. Now talking talking about uh, let's talk about love because uh, I think in India at least you know we have been brought up with the idea in you know in the movies that true love exists, and I think. Yeah. Every Indian's desire is to, you know, find the true love, and I think that's why uh, uh, sad ending love stories are so hit uh, in India, <laughs> just because of that. <laughs> because it's there, like everyone relates to it, you know, love and heartbreak. I, I want yeah. to know your thoughts on that. I'm not so sure if that's super different in in the West because this idea of romantic love and eternal love, it's from from Shakespeare, from Romeo and Juliet, or from yeah. from all the Disney movies, especially many people are kind of uh, their their outlook on on love is kind of tainted and forever destroyed because of this, uh, because of these many Disney movies with eternal love. So I think it's definitely um, very common here as well. Uh, maybe as you get, or maybe not, but a lot of people sometime at at some point in their lives realize that maybe this idea of there's only that one love that one person out there it's not really uh logical yeah and uh you can i, th I think i personally think and uh, i'm completely convinced by that other um, i can't see it any other way but i'm convinced that you could get uh happy and could find love with a lot of people living in this world because otherwise it would be completely stupid if i think the only person that i could be happy with somehow lives in the same town as me and on this big planet it's it's for me personally it's it's uh, nonsense and i think you can find um because i also think love is um and love and relationship and marriage especially it's also something um you have to you have to work on it's not like you find the perfect person and it magically all all works out it's uh you have to you have to get to know the person. You have to make compromises. You have to work on the relationship. You have to work on your own flaws. You have to work on your issues and uh, everything involved with that. And you have to, because you also always grow in life. It's not like I'm the same person I was like 10 years ago. So you change all the time and the other person also changes and you have to make it happen, uh, have to make it work together and maybe change together in the, in the hopefully 
somehow same directions so that you can be together for the next 20 years 30 years maybe your whole life but you never know and um yeah sometimes when we watch indian movies it's uh, we have to we have to accept a lot of things about uh, because so many indian movies are about that that love on first sight yeah. and so many movies don't spend a lot of time in showing what the what the person is all about and we oftentimes wonder what does she have any hobbies what, what she's interested in and i mean she's totally beautiful and i can totally see myself falling in love with her but is there something more and we always sometimes have a have a hard time with that yeah and i, I think, think that, that that's... maybe is that's a fantasy you know we all <laughs> live in uh we all want yeah. oh it's just one one-sided love and done done deal <laughs> yeah <laughs> so is, is there any uh like movie romantic movie you really relate to i really like her i think her is like something... her is fantastic yeah yeah I, her is really really fantastic um um i think my favorite movie when it comes to to love and maybe or not maybe definitely it was also the situation in which i watched it because at that time i was very heartbroken uh, is uh, eternal sunshine of the spotless mind yeah. which is an absolutely beautiful movie and a super sad movie yeah. and uh, i think that is very true when it comes to because the, the message at the end of the day is kind of hey it didn't work out but i still want to remember it because there were all those good good uh, times as well and not just the bad and uh, at the end he even wants to but they, they even maybe try it again and maybe it will work out this time because they are now not the same people anymore and um, yeah eternal yeah. sunshine of the spotless mind is one of my favorites yeah and i'm trying to come up with another one but it's hmm. all right <laughs> <laughs> it's always difficult to come up with hey what's your favorite movie about this what's your favorite movie about that <laughs> yeah do, do you believe yeah, in destiny no i don't F for me the idea of destiny is or fate or... is too no I, I don't think that uh, stuff happens that the right stuff happens because it is meant that way i don't believe in stuff like that i think i think so much of um I would call it just chance. I would just call it luck, or or, um, or I'm struggling to find the, the, the word. But if you are, it just things are happening, and you have to you have to make the best out of it. And um, yeah, so many of the stuff, the, the things that I'm doing in my life, when I think about how I came to this point, it's so depending on on being at the right time at the right moment and um, I'm, I'm calling it the right time at the right moment because i'm i'm uh, happy where i am but if i would have been at another place another time things would be different and i would have met different people and my life would be different and for example this whole youtube thing just started because i was um, taking a vacation i was uh, in japan in 2014 and at that point my my passion for gaming was almost over and somehow uh, I was reintroduced to Nintendo and Nintendo Switch and I, I uh, watched a, a Let's Player on YouTube, someone who was playing games all day long and I thought I would be interested in doing that and uh, this looks like a lot of fun. So at the beginning of 2015 I was um, doing my own channel and at the beginning I was doing Let's Plays. In the beginning I was playing like Super Mario Brothers on my channel and stuff like that and it didn't go anywhere and then I was like, hey, let's 
review some movies as well because that's also a passion and then the channel began to grow but it was all completely the 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 connections how i got there are so arbitrary and i mean you can call it destiny you can call it fate for me it was just um, it was just chance and those are the things that led me there and other i don't because if it if i call it fate or destiny it tells it says me it says to me that this is the only right path for you but possible yeah but there are so many out there and uh, yeah okay that's my take on it do you have desires to you know uh like roam the world and go to different places is that yeah definitely yeah i would i would definitely want to to visit more places that's something um speaking about regrets that's all that's also a regret of mine that i didn't um travel to more places in my life it's only uh, it's very very limited uh, the the countries i went to and um and um, and traveling was never that big of a deal in my life until i uh, realized just how much i was missing out on it and now, especially with the, because for last last year, my, my sister and I had a plan to, for the first time, to, to finally uh, visit uh, the United States. Of course, with the pandemic, that uh, wasn't happening. Yeah. And uh, now the desire to, to visit India, to visit the United States is even bigger. And hopefully, I'm not sure about this year. I, I definitely want to take one or two little vacations this year, but of course not... Uh, not to a big country, not to a far away country because of the pandemic and difficulties. But hopefully next year, I definitely want to start traveling more. Yeah. I think uh, the last thing is, do you believe in legacy? In legacy? I mean, I definitely think there's something you can call legacy. I mean, there are so many people who are already dead who who left uh, a huge legacy and um it's always a nice thought that uh when you think about that you that you leave something when you have left this earth and uh it's a nice thought to leave just something that that uh, made a mark somehow and uh legacy it can be a, it can be a small legacy so i i wouldn't say that uh, someone for example there's a personal legacy if you have children if you just have your normal job but you're not any in any kind of public eye you're not famous at all but you you left a legacy you 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 raised children and uh, hopefully you raised them well and that that's a legacy and then there's this legacy like you are known and people know know what you did and maybe know what you stood for and that's that's also a great legacy and uh, i don't say i don't think about leaving a legacy at this point i'm just uh, thinking like hey the stuff i i'm doing for some odd reason there are people out there that are enjoying it and i'm um, doing something nice in that regard they enjoy the stuff and uh, it brings them at least some happiness and that's for the for the moment for the moment right now that's uh, that's good enough <laughs> yeah like i i feel you know sometimes like uh, like do you do you have the fear of being forgotten and it reminds me of coco uh, yeah <laughs> yeah good good point especially since i uh, since i'm not sure if i will ever have kids then um maybe i'm forgotten at some point but maybe i'm just not um i don't know i i don't think um, it's that big of a deal for me because even 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 the most famous people will be forgotten 
at some point in the future because all this all this what we are seeing here is will be gone at some point in the future and we human beings we can't really um can't really rationalize that because for us time is so our time is so limited but in some million of years the sun will be will be out and maybe we will be out on other planets then maybe not but it will all end and at some point it's all over and that's why i think just living living the best life you can and, and making people happy and making the people around you happy is more important because someday we will all be forgotten and it will all be over and maybe i'm a little bit nihilistic in that regard but <laughs> yes yeah <laughs> i would say that <laughs> <laughs> it right. will all end everything <laughs> i think uh th thank you jimmy for doing this and uh, i think always uh, always i i wanted you know to like start this with you because i i you know uh when i find about found about you i was like wow uh you know i was so impressed and I, not really i found you know as more we talked and you know uh interacted it was like i found first of all i, I looked up to you and then it was more i found it relatable and uh you know knowing uh nothing changes but knowing that you are 34 and you, you know still hustling at it and just gives me inspiration uh you know whenever <laughs> i feel down i'm like what will happen is it worth it and everything and i think there is i have someone you know to look uh, up to and like oh mm -hmm. jimmy is there i can always talk to him i can always know and always find inspiration i think uh, i think that's that's very important to me and uh, i think it's it's great to you know know you and i think youtube is the reason the people watching are the reason you know this could ever happen and thank you man thank you thanks a lot yeah i uh... First of all, thank you for the for for your kind words. That's really I really appreciate it. But also thank you for being you, Nona, because with making uh, meeting you has changed so many things, and you have created such such a great community of of uh, of YouTubers and of of people who are passionate about the stuff we are doing and with the with the with the group on Instagram and your Discord and stuff like that. It's it's really amazing, and it's like a another little home for me with with all these cool guys from not all yeah all around the world most mostly india but it's so, super awesome to be a part of that and be be a part of that as a as a as some random guy from from germany is is really incredible and i'm super grateful for that and i'm super grateful for the day when when you uh first wrote to me and and established the contact and uh thank you <laughs> thank you for accepting it you know thank you for replying i yeah, think always yes. <laughs> I think that it all started like that and uh, you can call it destiny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. All right. I think we can end it here. So guys, thank you for watching. And again, if you really appreciate this, if you like this, and if you're still watching it till now, I'm sure you have liked it. And let us know in the comments your thoughts and let us know who else you want, uh, you know, to I should bring on to talk about and what should we talk about. And yes, thank you for watching and I'll see you later. Bye bye.